Well, good morning. Good morning, Red Wing. My guest today is the director for our Red Wing Housing and Redevelopment Authority, and that would be Kurt Keena. Good morning, Kurt. How's it going? Good morning, Greg. Doing great. Thank you. Well, I appreciate your time. Uh, we're here to talk about what you guys do and maybe what 2024, what you hope you guys are going to be doing. So obviously you guys are kind of in, uh, you manage some public housing properties. Now, yep. Yep. We, we um, do a lot of housing related things, as the name implies. Probably the two most visible things in our community are Jordan Tower 1 and Jordan Tower 2, kind of in the downtown area there. That's where our office is located, is right adjacent to that. But then we also have some family units scattered around town uh, in different areas and different neighborhoods. But primarily we, we um, own and manage some affordable housing in town, towers being the two most visible things. And then we also administer what's called the Housing Choice Voucher Program, or uh, just typically referred to as the Voucher Program. That's where we pay rent to private landlords on behalf of a resident. And, and we do about 150 vouchers, uh, and that equates to about a million dollars a year that we pay to the local landlords on behalf of those 150 households. So wow. that program uh, and, and our other programs pump a lot of money, federal money typically, into the Red Wing economy. So. That's, that's the biggest hunk of what we do. But we also dabble in redevelopment. We, we help uh, building owners downtown and in the West End District make improvements to their buildings, things like roofs or HVAC systems or facades, that sort of stuff. So we kind of cover a gamut of different things. So for the voucher program, Kurt, um, that goes to the landlord. So yep. um, let's say I'm living on Fifth Street somewhere in a little apartment building uh, by myself, or uh, like I was in Winona, there were probably, I don't know, 20, 30 other people in there. Yep. Uh, so you, I would assume you have some sort of financial qualifications? Yeah, yeah. If you, you or your family qualify, uh, and that's typically by income, um, you get assistance, and the amount of assistance you get is based on your income. Uh, and essentially what you do is you pay uh, your share of the rent to your landlord, and then the program covers the rest. So your landlord has to agree to participate in the program, and lots of them do. Um, and essentially it's, it's pretty transparent. On the first of the month, you give your landlord your share of the rent, and we send them a check for the rest. And like I say, you know, over the course of a year, for those 150 participants, uh, we put just under a million dollars of federal money into the pockets of private landlords here in town. Oh, that's interesting. So it, it, this is through a federal grant we're able to do this? Yeah, it's, it's a longstanding program. It's a housing subsidy program. Uh, it's one of, you know, hundreds that the government has. But um, this is a fairly well-established, fairly long-running program. And so these are federal tax dollars that come to our agency uh, based on population. And uh, like I say, for Red Wing, um, the money flows through us. Uh, we get a small admin fee to pay our staff, but the rest of the money goes right out to uh, landlords and, and you know, comes to work here in our community and hopefully gets recycled in our community. That's awesome. I, I was actually not too sure how that worked. Uh, yeah. We're talking today on Good Morning Red Wing with Kurt Keena, the HRA director for the city of Red Wing, and that's uh, Housing Redevelopment Authority. 
And uh, you mentioned redevelopment projects. Now, even though you guys aren't directly uh, related, involved with that Avante program uh, downtown, they recently had a groundbreaking. Uh, but that's just one of several places. I know there's a project or Mike Barber's shop. Yep. Yeah. That's was they, they've moved. Yep. Mike's Barber shop in the tattoo parlor there got bought by a developer that's since been demolished. As you know, last week they started. I was just by there now, and it looks like a, a pretty flat gravel lot. Uh, but, you know, it, you got to start there. But that'll bring some new market rate housing, not subsidized, not affordable, but market rate housing to downtown Red Wing. I think the units are going to be smaller in size, efficiencies in one bedrooms, that sort of thing. But it's perfect for a single person or a couple just starting out uh, that wants to live downtown, doesn't necessarily want to drive a car everywhere, wants to be able to walk. And so, you know, we always say um, the more housing we can get in Red Wing, the better, because it, it gives people choices. People want to stay in the community, but as you go through life, your housing needs change, right? What you need right out of college is different than when you're raising a family, which is different than when your kids go away. And then ultimately, as you age, you want to be somewhere where you can uh, age in place. So... Any, any kind of new housing that comes to the community we're supportive of, whether it's affordable or not. We tend to get involved more in the affordable uh, end of it because that's our mission, but uh, market rate housing uh, of any kind is welcome in Red Wing. Sure. Yeah, just due to lack of housing, period, almost, where there aren't a lot of choices. I, I certainly did. I think I had two choices that I was able to yeah. figure out in the few weeks that I had to figure out where to move. Um, and the plaza is not doesn't always have openings, and I know there's a waiting list. Last time you talked in front of the city council, you mentioned there was quite a long list to get into the uh, yeah, tower for, one and two. Yeah, absolutely. For our programs, which are deeply subsidized and, and help um, low-income residents, there's a long waiting list of about a year uh, for each program for either the towers or the voucher program. Um, simply because there's way more demand than there is resources available. But you hit the nail on the head, right? If a community wants to grow and thrive, it needs to offer housing options across a broad spectrum, right? From, from emergency shelter to affordable housing to market rate, rental to, um, you know, home ownership opportunities, again, all along the spectrum there. So while we concentrate on the affordable end, we really are supportive and like to see any sort of new housing development uh, helps the community grow, helps employers uh, recruit people who can find a place to live in town. Uh, you know, sometimes that's a constraint. I know some of our local manufacturers, but for um, more employees, would like to expand, but it's sort of a chicken and the egg. So if you find someone to work, where are they going to live, right? And, right. and it, and it kind of goes back and forth. So anything that uh, anybody can do to increase the stock of housing in Red Wing, I think, helps the long-term vitality of the community. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, now, I know I'm not too sure whether the uh, HRA was directly involved at all with the negotiations with Three Rivers. We, we were part of that. That was sort of a, a three-legged stool with the city, Three Rivers, and the HRA. Okay. Um, and that would have tried to take advantage of federal tax credits and bring some uh, workforce housing and some supportive housing to town. Unfortunately, uh, the plot of land that was chosen uh, wasn't rezoned 
So that one is sort of on hiatus right now. Hopefully we find a site that works and that the council will support. Uh, and then uh, once that's secured, then it becomes sort of a, um, a waiting game. You apply to the state uh, for money. Three Rivers would apply for tax credits. And if they were fortunate enough to get them, then that probably means the project moves forward. But uh, housing is so expensive, Greg, as, as right. you know, that that one source of funds can no longer build a project. And, and so tax credits would be the biggest thing, but there'd be other support needed. I think, you know, the city would uh, hopefully contribute to HRA as stands ready to contribute, and there'd be other sources of funds. But uh, right now, the, the, the challenge in Red Wing is finding appropriate sites. We don't have um, available land that's zoned appropriately for multifamily. So anything that's available needs to be rezoned, and that can always be uh, a tricky thing to achieve. All right, so I, I often have really bizarre bad ideas. Sometimes they, they're, you know, the genesis of some, the genesis of the idea is is meant well. So I'm thinking this is interesting because when I moved here, I didn't know immediately that our airport was actually in Wisconsin, yep. which by the way is not in the city of Red Wing. So I'm just thinking as you just said that it's like ding ding ding. At first, I was going to joke, it's like, maybe we could put an apartment complex on the airport property. But then I thought, got to thinking, you know what, Greg, uh, what about this weird outside-the-box thought? Build some housing over there that Red Wing is, is kind of in charge of, but we're putting it across the river where Wisconsin might have more land. And we could actually figure out, uh, A, that would help them, because we've got Red Wing folks that live across that, that work across the river and yeah. vice versa sure. folks that live there that work here well if they had housing uh you know is that can, can you see where uh maybe under the right leadership and somebody a lot smarter than me that that wild idea <laughs> there could be there could be an idea yeah, it's, it's right i mean one of the cool things about red wing is um you know we're right on the river we're right on the border uh, it's a beautiful community but our topography it right. is part of that beauty, yes. but it's also we, part of the we challenge. We can't build on the bluff. It's, it's hard a, to we build. wouldn't want to, but it's B... It's hard to build up and down. Um, <laughs> yes, so, you is. know, um, part of the challenge is um, finding uh, a site that is going to score well enough. Um, the, the Minnesota Housing Finance Agency, or Minnesota Housing, right, these things are in, incredibly competitive. They get between eight and nine applications for every one that they fund. Oh, wow. so, so your site has to be very good, and they've developed some criteria, right? They, have, they want it to be walkable. They right. want it to be in proximity to transport. They want it to be in proximity to um, employment and retail and things like that. So somewhere across the river, while it's, it might be flat and buildable, it doesn't score well. So you don't, don't <laughs> it would be near transportation. It would be near our airport. Yeah, well, if you could, People could fly across could, the river. Sure. It, it wouldn't make a lot of sense, but you could get a parachute. You know, they just take you about 45 seconds. You say, there you go. Yeah. Good luck, Jack. Don't forget your box lunch because you just parachuted. We hope that works. All right, that was that idea is probably not tenable, folks. Just forget I ever mentioned it, but gummy. Yeah. I'm going to work on that over the weekend, Kurt. Uh, <laughs> we got about a minute or two left with Kurt Kena, the HRA director for the city of Red Wing, who's rejecting all my great ideas. <laughs> I'm thinking the Minnesota legislature would kind of want their money to go to somewhere in the state boundaries. It's just a guess. Um, <laughs> so anything you want to close with, uh, Kurt? Because I think 2023, we saw uh, 
despite some setbacks, like you mentioned with Three Rivers, uh, with mm -hmm. the zoning problem, we did we did make some headway, I think, with new projects that are, and a lot of those are going to come to fruition this this year. Yeah, there were there were a couple others that um, I think are really exciting, and I hope we uh, get some traction and make some uh, headway on in 2024. Uh, the first one being Goodhue County Habitat for Humanity and their Hope Heights development, the former St. John's Hospital site. They own that now, and I know they're working with the state chapter and others to uh, find the money to put the infrastructure in there so that they can start building homes. I know they, uh, I think their plan over about 10 years calls for uh, somewhere between 20 and 24 houses up there. So hopefully that... Um, starts it wouldn't all be built out right away but to get some of the sewer and water and streets and that sort of stuff in there would be exciting and then the other one that i think uh excites me too is hope coalition uh it has control now of the former bauer lumberyard uh, most recently the connecting connection site and uh, they have plans to um, build themselves a new campus that includes domestic violence shelter and administrative offices and others. And while they weren't successful in getting a grant from the state this round, hopefully there's future rounds and they can uh, compete successfully. Uh, that's also something I think that the HRA would like to help with and assist in any way we can. So, um, you know, we kind of got those same three projects uh, in 2024. If we can get them a little closer to reality, I think that would be a great thing. Excellent. Well, we really thank Kurt Kina, our, uh, the City of Red Wings Housing and Redevelopment Authority Board, uh, well, the uh, HRA Director. Uh, we appreciate your time, Kurt. Thanks a lot. Thank you.